0: Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball September is here We got kids getting called up We've got wild card A bunch of guys just ended up on other teams Let's talk ball A Volpi 2020 Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball A special... Labor Day Friday, let us be the first to wish you a happy Labor Day. Trev didn't even know it was Labor Day. Uh, Thank you to SeatGeek for putting on this program. As always, co-talk and save yourself some money. Maybe go see some prospects your team called up. Or, you know what? Buy a flight and head out to L.A. this weekend and watch Braves-Dodgers. Because that... I'm so mad and happy I stayed up. I'm mad that I'm old and I can't just stay up like a kid anymore. And, wait, and I like I woke up extra groggy today because I was watching baseball, which is like, a, you know, I don't want to say half pathetic. I guess it's also tied to my career now a little bit. Uh, but it was also awesome, man. Those two teams are, if we get seven out of them, fire me up. And the man who fires me up. Mm. <laughs> Trevor Ploof, how are you? I'm doing great.
1: I'm fired up this morning. I had some news for you. I, I tried to FaceTime you before the show because I just wanted to share something you didn't pick up. It's okay. Um, I, too, watched the dodgers uh, Rays game last night. I went to the Dodger game. I've been full Dodgers as of late. Uh, dude, we are September 1st. Like, we're here. Like it is, it's crunch time, and we still have a bunch of great races. So the baseball is pretty dang hot in the streets. I was watching that game last night, and and seeing just like how much fun everyone was having, and then I got reminded of like the era that I played in, Jake. When I when I uh. I went on this, like, homer chair in 2012. Mm. Everyone that yep. listens to the show is very well aware of that because I talk about it all the Players time. Of the like, like player Three of the month,
0: or were you, like, runner-up player of the month?
1: I was player of the week. Not that year, though. Okay. I, sh- I should have been. I was yeah. just dropping bombs. Anyways, my thing was this, and I got told to stop doing it. Ready? I would run around the bases. Sure. After dropping the bat nicely. Right. Hitting just absolute tank jobs. Yeah, I'm talking, my only thing I would do is the A rod where I would take the bat, spin my swing, and then I would go like this. Right, a little toss. toss it. That yeah. was it. Bat and toss. That was like. So as I was running around third base, I would, I would take my batting gloves off, but not off. I would just unstrap them. I'd come around the base like this. Mmm Just you know A little right. all fired up I don't even know
0: Where it came from They told me To stop doing it Can you imagine? Trev You're in the wrong Generation man Your Your the stat T page levels so high Your If you came up now Your stat page Would look like Hunter Renfro It'd be 30 <laughs> dongs Every year Man in the hot corner Bang your defense Be talking Talking about What's in your basement Probably me and BBD Um no, man, I you know, I know we're not talking about it. And actually, programming alert, we're not doing a Monday episode for Labor Day. We're coming back on Tuesday, and we're all jM Uh so the, hey, uh, may- the episode might not release till Wednesday, but maybe there'll be some hints of,, uh, well, I already mentioned Braves Dodgers, but man, I mean, dude, Ronald Homering celebrating all the way to first base, and then when he does, he comes up to third base and he slows down and does his thing. The fact that baseball has fought any of that is so dumb. There should have been little kids throughout Minnesota copying your batting batting glove removal before a third base, and I, I think we've gotten to a better spot. Um, but I'm, I'm sorry. I'd like to apologize to you for old baseball. That's okay. I'm over it now. Look at me now. Look at this guy. Meanwhile, Freddie Freeman being as naturally unsexy as possible with the high pants <laughs> and... St- being as impressive to me, because he's he's the best hitter I've seen. Meanwhile, Mookie Betts just had one of the best months of baseball we've ever seen batting right in front of him. So, the the talent on display last night. The real listeners know how much I love Rysel Iglesias. He comes in, didn't even look yeah. like he had his best stuff, but he dropped down and found, like, a gross two-seamer when he needed it. Um, We're not even talking about that, Trev. We've got a bunch of other series. There are a lot of, like... Good team, bad team series that I think we're going to go through quick. I think there's a couple bad team, bad team series. Um, And, you know, there's still a lot of stuff to hit along the way. We saw the Reds claim some outfielders. We saw the guard dogs come in on some pitchers. Only five games back. Um, Let's get into it. And Trev, you know, on Friday, we're a National League pod. And we're a Rocket Money pod. Trev. Uh, I think you can say this, honestly, and I think we all kind of can. We like money. Like, it just makes some yeah. things easier, you know? Uh, and having a little more money helps. And Rocket Money, what they do is they look into your subscriptions. I think, I won't name the chain, I think I was a member of a, a fitness club chain for, like, six years. They were just charging me 19 bucks a month. And it was like, what the heck? I I hadn't gone there since I moved away from Connecticut. Enough about me. Enough more about you. Because Rocket Money can find any of these streaming service memberships, fitness programs, and they can find them, get them off, and save you money. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash talking rocketmoney.com slash talking. There's a link in the description. Go check it out. What's the worst that happens? You save yourself some money? Doesn't seem like a bad time to me. Rocket money.
1: One question for Trev before we go into the NL. In 2014,
0: when you got player of the week, you split the AL honors with another player,
1: and that was? That's my teammate, uh, Freak. Why can't I think of his name right now? Uh, Danny Santana It was
0: Danny Santana Arenado in the NL Good slate Danny Santana 2020 season a couple years ago NL and then Trev will give you the standings We changed things This was maybe the most fun one in the National League The Milwaukee Brewers and the Chicago Cubs Cubbies in a very interesting spot and in a more interesting spot, since they took two out of three from the crew, they dropped the first one. Wade was just being Miley in that game, so was Yelly. But then the Justin Steele show. This guy, man. Cubs win 1 0 in that game. He outduels Corbin Burns. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Final game. Kyle drinks a little Hendrix gin. Ian Hap double in an RBI. Belly. <laughs> infield banger of a single gets them the 3-2 to win Cubbies game a game in the Central okay Adbert Alzelay yo have a year yelling on the mound I like that uh, this one can be quick Dodgers sweep the Diamondbacks they own them man it's tough it was tough to watch uh, I checked in on that last game 7-0 Dodgers I think Merrill Kelly is 0 for 11 lifetime against the Dodgers. Just any stat you can find, the Dodgers dominate the Snakes. I think I looked this one up, and I hope I did the math wrong. I think in the past four years, the Dodgers are 46-15 and against the Diamondbacks. Snakes get swept. It's tough. (laughs) Dodgers are so, so good. This was a fun one. Cincinnati. They played Trev and Gabe's Giants. Giants take two out of three. Those first two talk about pitching performances. Kyle Harrison, the young stud, 6.1, 11 punchies. Yo, that kid might be a dude. Watch out for that. Speaking of dudes, backfield Alex Cobb one hitter away from the no-no, but Spencer steers him wrong. Nine innings pitch, one hit, throwing bullets. Throw that splitter, kid. Fun to watch. Reds bounce back on the last day, and how about this little fun fact? Local kid, CES, Christian Encarnacion Strand, grew up in the Bay Area, a little four-hit day for him as the Reds try to salvage that series. God, I like watching Doval pitch. Padres Cardinals. Ew! This was supposed to be an exciting series at the beginning of the year. Snellagram, 7 innings, zero earned run as he continues to pursue that potential Cy Young in the first game. But in classic Padres fashion, that's the only game they win. Wilson Contreras, two homer day in front of his parents. We love that. Tommy Edmond with the walk-off in extras. And the Padres are now 0 for 11 in extra innings this season. How many players would they have snagged if that was 5 and 6? Anyways, uh, Michaelis and the boys get it done on the last day. Padres, sad. St. Louis, sad too. But Jordan Walker had a big day. Mason win the shortstop. So, hey, maybe there's some future. And GTBT, Brave Sweep, the Colorado Rockies. Um, They even call up Darius Vines. Hey, make your debut at Coors, kid. And I think he's one of Ollie's guys, Trev. Uh, He goes six-inning, one-earned. Sure. Uh, Or two-earned. Welcome to the show, kid. And then, yeah, you know Ronnie. You know Sean, Austin, Orlando. Michael Harris, too, jumped up in the lineup. Watch out for him. Braves are a wagon. Rockies, please trade Ryan McMahon to my Yanks. And that's what happened in the National League. Good job, puppy. You got those standings, Trev. And now for the
1: standings of the National League. In the East, Atlanta is running away with things. They have 88 wins. They're 88 45. Behind them, the Phillies, 74 and 59, 14 games behind. 67 67 are Mm. the Miami Marlins, the Nationals, 62 and 73, the Mets, 61 and 73. They're only 27 and a half games back. It's they have a chance. Uh, in the Central, Cubs making things interesting. Milwaukee, 74 and 59. They have the lead over the Cubs, who are 71 and 62. They're three games back. Remember, those two teams meet at the very end of the season in a three game set. We're going to talk more about that series coming up here. Cincinnati is 69 and 66. They're six games back of the division. Pittsburgh and St. Louis on the bottom. The Dodgers are 83 and 50. Are they going to make a run for the best record in the National League? They won. What did they go this month? 20. Yeah. In August, they went 24 and 4, I believe the the number was. Undefeated. Snikes. The Giants, 70 and 64. They're 13 and a half games back of the Dodgers. Uh, Arizona, 69 and 65. And then the Padres and the Rockies behind them in the wild card. Which is what you guys all want to hear. Mm. Right now it is the Phillies leading the way. They are four and a half games up on the Cubs, who are one and a half games up on the Giants, who own the last wild card spot. They're 70 and 64. Behind them, Arizona's one game back. Cincinnati's one and a half games back. And Miami, after it's swept by the Rays in a two-game set. Like I said, 67 and 67, they're three games back. Of the wild card. We declared the Padres dead. They
0: are dead. It's eight and a half back for them. Trev, thank you for the standings. Um, Yeah, Padres are so dead. Same record as the Nats. Uh, Mets half game back. Let's go uh, to, I think, the... The number one series that mattered. And this is gonna be a little bit of a cubby episode for me. I got I got something fun at the end that our guy Dalton found. Brewers win that first game. Mention Miley, Yelly, uh Cubs, man. Burns and Steel. Like that's those names sound like NL Central Baseball. Tone it up in a one-nothing game. How good is your good? It's really good. Uh, and then, yeah, I mentioned they win that final game. Uh, belly, a little ricochet infield single to get it done. They pull within three games of the Brewers, month to play. Okay. Uh, that's pretty real. And, uh, man, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Now that we're at this point of the season, if you, if you look at the standings, Real wide. Like, if I just bring up regular season standings and you get the run differentials and stuff, a lot of stuff makes sense, right? Like, pretty much everything is soared. There's not a ton of outliers right now. Like, in theory, the Padres are a little bit of an outlier. Um, you know, I, Rays fans could probably make an argument that they could jump the Orioles, and maybe they will. They're game and a half back. Um, but everything is soared into place. The one thing when you do bring it up that feels like a slight outlier from run differential, is the Brewers over the Cubs. I mean, the Brewers have a solid plus 21, and they're positioned well in, you know, Brewers baseball, good pitching, defense, we get the big hit when you need it, blah, blah, blah. The Cubs with that plus 77 feels a little different. That, uh, I don't know, I guess, in this series, what do you see in Trev, and where do you stand with these two teams? Because they're, they're the central race the rest of the way, unless Cincy finds something and they just found two outfielders so i don't know
1: yeah I, I think the two teams match up well against each other and you saw that in this in this series they played some tight games you know there there are some really good pitching matchups neither team has a great offense but they do have players that can really produce and guys that they can really can carry an offense from time to time i think that's i think they're very similar in those ways they both play defense like they match up well, and again, we're going to see the last three games of the season possibly determine the winner of the you NL know, Central, which is awesome. Uh In the series, yeah, there's just some funny stuff going on, to be honest with you. I mean, Ellie Homers in the first bat of the series. He gets a 2-0 pitch, goes oppo in that first game, and then Kana hits a, a, a homer, and they kind of get out to a lead, and, and Wade Miley, who's been – Pretty damn good for them all year long does his thing. Our guy Tyrone gets touched up a little bit with the homers, but uh, the Brew Crew kind of – if they score – I think the last episode I mentioned if they score five runs or more, I'd like to see their record. I really meant four runs Mm. uh, because, you know, if you score five runs in the game, that's – you should win that game. That's, I mean, statistically speaking, but four runs for the Brewers, I'd like to see that record as well cuz I feel like it would still be very good. Um and then in the second game, that yeah, two horses going at it, Burns versus Steele. Mm. Steele, Steel, yeah, he's the wet hair like giving me kind of Lester vibes. Is that unfair? It's like Lester and Arietta together.
0: Ooh, too sexy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a little sexier than Lester. That's why I gave him the oh, area. Oh, gave him the, the area to boost. Yeah, I mean, Jake Carey had a nice body in nice. that. Yeah. He works really hard at it. Um, and in that game, the only scoring was a belly RBI ground out. Um, there was a, a double play and a line drive that Monasterio made. Corbin Burns, I believe it was the bases loaded. Um, so Cubs you know, hit a line drop in that situation, get doubled off the third, they can score more runs there. Um, but you know, in a in a matchup like this, you know, where runs are at a premium, Belly does his job and they win the second game. Seven innings pitched by Burns. You get the L. Sorry. You get one run. And in that last game, um the go ahead RBI was a kind of a lucky knock for Belly because I believe it was two outs first and third, and that ground ball, if it gets past the pitcher, there's the shortstop. I think it was Adonis who was just up the middle, ready to stop on second base. Instead, it hits off the pitcher, and now we score the go-ahead run. And, like, that's why this matchup is so good, because it's just something like that. You know, uh, a, a misplaced ground ball that hits off the pitch instead of going to where it's supposed to go wins you the game. Uh, I, I really, really hope that this series, at the end of the year, I really hope it's like Brewers up by a game. Mm. Or even two games. Or vice versa. Like, I, I just want that last series to determine the outcome
0: of the central because I think it would be, obviously, it's central play baseball. I... If these teams played each other a hundred times, um, you'd have a hard time convincing me that one of the teams would win fifty-five of the games. Like I I I think they really do line up pretty evenly. I do think the Cubs, the Cubs would have an argument to to win that hundred game set that'll never happen. Justin Steele, man, I, I almost feel bad and Cubs fans, like I'll I'll give you all the love. Now the past two years, forty nine starts, a two nine one, and we like. I remember all JM earlier this year, like him, Gallon, uh, maybe Kershaw. They all had the same stats, kind of. But if we really did a true blind resume, like Steele may have had the best argument. But in baseball, we lean on what we know because a lot of guys come and go in this sport. Uh, he's been incredible. He now leads the NL in ERA plus and home runs allowed per nine. Fifteen and three with a two six nine. Legit. That's not guy stuff. That's dude stuff. Um excited for that matchup later in the year. Uh and like I said, Alzelay he uh God, he has been awesome for them. I think he's 23 for his last 24 save ops, that helps too. Um, and yeah, I I think almost any time these, these teams play, it's going to come down to one or two. And like you mentioned, that belly ball, um, that was the difference this time.
1: It's, so I'm just reading because I'm questioning whether Stroman was going to be back this year or not. And he's throwing long toss. So we got... 30 days to get him back. I don't know if that's possible. I'm kind of looking to see if they have a time frame on him cuz he has to ramp up to getting on the
0: mound and stuff, but that'd be something. Yeah, that's tough, man. That feels tight. Like we're doing long toss, we got a month to go. Um either way, we're probably doing a three-game wild card. So I don't know, you start doing the time on that. Um be a hell of yeah, a story.
1: Rib, the rib cage cartilage, that's not easy. You just have yeah. to let that heal. Rib cage cartilage? You just can't do anything for a rib. So you literally have to just
0: rest and not do anything, which is brutal. Maybe just call up PCA and win the whole damn thing? or uh, We're going to... I mean, we're recording early, obviously, on September 1st. We're, the,
1: the minor league seasons are still going. So a lot of teams are like make the kids finish the minor league season before they call them up. We might get an influx of guys today. I know the Yankees are doing that. Uh, a bunch of teams are bringing guys up, but I guess there's only two, right? I keep forgetting that. Yeah, right. We, no, we, we've done the Used same thing. Fucking
0: right. 15 guys up. Man, that's got to be – there's got to be some good clips we could make, make some kids laugh at where there's literally 100 people in the dugout.
1: That was the that was a problem, dude. Yeah. Like we'd bring so many people many. up, wouldn't even be a locker space. in a dugout. The veterans were pissed because they have nowhere to sit.
0: Credit to the Rays. I think they are the team that fully took it too far. That <laughs> everyone was like, "No way. We're playing three teams." Yeah. Um why wouldn't you call them up? That's a, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Some teams mm-hmm. won it too. That's the crazy part. Wouldn't use the spots. Um thank you my we called everybody up. Yeah, sharing a locker with some slap dick. Uh Trev Dodger Snakes, I unfortunately really do think this is quick. Um you were twisting the knife pre-show a little bit and oh. the knife had already been twisted, man. Uh I So Dalton, who does our stat page, full blown snakes. I'm beefing fan. with Dalton. I know you are. Uh Full blown snakes fan, and I talked to him. I talked to him Wednesday morning, and he was broken. And I was, I was like, "Eh, man, you know, I might, might watch some snakes Dodgers tonight." And he was just sad. And I, Dalton's not that guy. He's jovial, as happy as can be, almost. And then I watched, and I realized, uh, because when a team owns another team. It's a really good feeling to be on the ownership side. You got Max Muncy standing at second base, basically doing, like, Randy Rosarena stuff. Like, when you own a team like that, you just act differently. You do. And I felt bad for the Baby Snakes, man, because that um, uh, big brother gave them the business yet again, and it's just a different talent level. And to not be fully shots fired at the Snakes... The Dodgers are a different talent level than basically twenty-five other teams.
1: Yeah, I mean, just look at the starting pitching lines for the Diamondbacks; they're great. Zach Gallen, five and a third, six earnings Yeah, Merrill Kelly, five innings pitch, seven earnings Like this is a Dodgers lineup that can do a lot of different things. Yeah, they can hit homers, but they can steal bags, and and Freddie will just have – he'll bat you to death. He will not give away at-bats. He has 50-plus doubles already. He just works you. I think that's the biggest thing that when I watch – I went to one of these games. I went to the Wednesday game. But when you watch the Dodgers or any really good team, uh, they just don't give away at-bats, and they make pitchers work. constantly like there's not if you look at a lineup sometimes you could say oh man there's there's some outs at the bottom but even the guys at the bottom of the lineup will, will work at bats and and there's like no time for a pitcher just to breeze through things uh especially when they're running the way they're running right now like they just it's kind of a relentless feeling so i agree i think the talent level is a little bit different here um I went to the game on Wednesday. I don't think we have to talk about a lot of the stuff. I mean, the Dodgers banged the ball. The Diamondbacks scored five runs in three games. I'm not gonna get it done against the Dodgers. I went to El Salvadoran night, which was awesome. Wow. Uh so that was that was Wednesday night. A lot of fun. Showed up pregame. Uh wanted to meet up with Longo. Got to say hi, got to pick with Longo, up Saw that. There, chatted a little bit. Um He's the best.
0: That was right after I DM'd you his IG story because it was so, so why you love Longo. Like, Longo just on, randomly on his IG story was just like, you got good, good couple good friends and good family. Life's pretty fucking good. <laughs> it's like, okay, dude, you're a Hall of Famer.
1: <laughs> I think he is a Hall of Famer, too. I know. We're looking at that. At his numbers, he's got 60-something career war already. I mean, I think he's got over... Like 280 something homers, or maybe even 300 homers. I don't know what it is, it's a lot. It's good. Um, anyways, got to see him. Went, Tommy fam was just like right in front of me. Like, I didn't like go out of my way to say hi to Tommy fam. I just like walked. I have my media pass, I walk, you know, yeah, towards their dugout. And here he is, just right there. He looks at me. Something like I gotta say hi. Just like make eye contact with somebody, especially like uh, right. up here. Should his hand and say, Hey, Tommy, how you doing? And I think I said, you know, Trevor Plouffe, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm in street clothes, bro. I'm in street clothes. I'm a civilian. He just, like, dead-faced me. Like, hey, what's up, man? And, like, he had no idea who was. No idea. But I did look him right in the freaking eye. Good. Which is more than you would have done.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's hobby fam, so, I do some baseball content.
1: 342 homers, thank you, Beavers. Long I mean, this guy's a Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go look at his baseball reference, uh, page people, and, and if you think differently, um, what else am I gonna say about this game? I, don't
0: I know. had something
1: that I, I had something that I want. Oh, it has nothing to do with the game, but That's my friend who I went to the game with, we played this poker tournament in the off season, and it's like a bunch of old time baseball players, yeah. and the guys that play poker tournament, you wear your jersey. Uh, and then, if the people knock you out of the tournament, you have to take the jersey uh, off your back. Um, so, my buddy Chan Ho Park was there. So, Chan Ho Park jersey, and he wore it to the Dodger game. He got Bobby Miller to sign Chan Ho Park jersey. It's got to be a one of one. Chan Park signed a little message to Paul, and then he gets Bobby Miller to sign it as well. So, I just thought that was. I mean, that's got to be the most hilarious jersey autograph combination ever. Channel Park and Bobby Freaking Miller, who by the way probably
0: have a lot more in common. than I give credit to the uh, Channel Park's a dog. The last Dodgers ace to the next Dodgers ace. Uh, you know. All right, we we just uh, we just kind of fixed Trev's mic a little bit. Uh, you might have heard it fast forward in a little bit. I think we're good now, uh, extra crispy. And I think it's time to talk some some Giants Reds. Trev, because uh, two very impressive pitching performances in San Francisco watched. I guess the biggest perk of my yank sucking is I'm looking to watch good baseball everywhere. And so I got to watch Alex Cobb, his two-seamer and splitter, how they play off each other is awesome. Um, I unfortunately didn't get to watch young stud Kyle Harrison in his 6.1 and 11Ks, but Giants get two out of three in San Francisco. I always love watching Duvall throw it. Uh, And I guess the bigger story on the red side is they're the team that steps or one of the two teams that steps up in this weird second free agency. They add Bader and Renfro uh, to their outfield depth chart. Good on you, Cincy. I doubted you. Um, Now the next step is to win some games. But what do you have on either of those? I mean,
1: you mentioned it, the first two games were Kyle Harrison and Alex Cobb. I mean, they were um, Kyle Harrison making a second start. He's in his home ballpark and grew up 30 minutes away. Um, so he had all his family there, and he was just nasty, dude. Like, this is exactly what the Giants needed at this point in the season. This guy's this guy's legit. Like, sometimes when I look at players, you can kind of just tell, like, like, this guy mm. is a big leaguer and is going to be at worst serviceable in the big leagues. And at best, this guy could be an all-star. Like, he has the stuff. Like, he's got that – like, I watched him throw, and he's got electric stuff. He's throwing 95, 96 from the left side, and he's striking guys out. I think he struck out 11 uh, people in this game. Uh, he's also got a little timing mechanism, like mm. or like – can mess with your timing with the leg lift. I saw him do it a couple different times. I don't know if it's intentional or if it's just like he just kind of does it sometimes, right. but it looks like you can skip a beat a little bit sometimes at the plate and get your timing messed up against them. That's not good for a hitter, especially when the guy has stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, the first two games, like Kyle Harrison again, like they needed that in the worst way. Now you got you got your guys, Webb, Cobb, Harrison, uh Junis is been pretty good for yeah. them. Like so now you okay, oh, hey, we got four starters and we can figure some things out going forward. And uh I think I think they're in a really good spot going forward. Uh in the second game, Cobb, yeah. I mean, shoot, what can you say? Takes a freaking no no all the way into the ninth with two outs. And the only base runner before that was a Casey Schmidt throwing air. So it wasn't I thought there might be some walks. Um I was actually at my fantasy football draft Mm. and Chris Rose was with me and we ended up watching the last inning on his phone Uh, and then yeah, I just it sucks anytime you give up a no hitter late in the game, but with two outs in the ninth and like yeah, that really hurts a little bit. Um, A lot of people are saying Luis Mato should have dove for that ball into right center, but I don't know man at that. He had to take a perfect route and Ball was the hit perfect dive good. and everything. You
0: know, like I do.
1: I, I do want to see a dive. I think everyone does. If you play outfield, sometimes your body's not in the fucking position to dive. That's what I have on that play right there. It's, but anyways, I mean, Alex Cobb with an incredible, incredible performance, and I wasn't sure that Gabe was gonna let him go because I believe he had like ninety seven pitches. He was after up the there. seventh inning, and then he had a quick eighth. and then the ninth one pitch one out, and I was okay. This is it.
0: He's gonna get it done. He didn't, but it's okay. It's tough. We're all we all turn into sports fan suckers in that moment. They yeah, it would have been awesome to see Matos go lawn sale and dive full out and his glove and hat go flying. But like I don't I don't know. I don't know if he was getting to that ball. Like that was that was caught pretty good. Um, really good performances all around there. And the Reds, they they drop a series. I don't know, you're on the road to San Francisco, sure. They take headlines for other reasons. They add Renfro and Bader. And I, uh, I'm giving them a little credit. Uh, the Guardians ended up being the, the wild card team we thought they might be and snagged all the pitching they could. And I don't know, half credit to them. Like, I, I guess you get some essentially free pitching to get you there five games back. Um, right, trust me, I know.
1: <laughs> uh, it's not
0: going to happen, but it's annoying that the Twins can't put the division away. But go on. But uh, Cincinnati, they, I, I think outside of this series is more so the story. Renfro uh, should slot in to be a starting corner outfielder for them. And Bader, uh, platoon versus lefty, defensive replacement. I, I assume that'll be his role the rest of the way. And in those two roles, he's really good. So I guess good on the Reds there.
1: I thought I saw something.
0: Lodolo is out now, if it won't pitch again this
1: season. Uh, him and Hunter Green before the year, we had marked them as like, hey, this could be the surprise one-two punch in the big leagues, bro. Like yeah. what we saw them do at the end of last year, it, it hasn't really done that, or hasn't really played out that way, excuse me. Although Hunter had a nice game here against yeah. the Giants, five and a third, uh, one run, but not, it wasn't earned. And actually the first pitch that he threw, uh, TJ Fredel, is it Friedel or Friedel I think Friedel. Yeah, Friedel made this incredible diving catch. First pitch. Friedel's a
0: dog, dude. Friedel's a dog. If he doesn't get to that ball,
1: I think it rolls into that like triples corner out there. And I think it might have been an inside the park home run, but instead it's an out and Hunter Green does it. Um, there's another really good play I had marked down. Oh, yeah. There was a double steal that the Reds had first and third. Um, I don't know if it was Estrada or or DeYoung just pulled the throw. Could have had him out at home, and that was the first run. And
0: that's all that's uh, Hunter needed. Trev, final two are Padres, Cardinals, Braves, Rockies. Uh, bad team, bad team, good team, bad team. I I kind of hit my stuff on the way through. I'm good on them, dude.
1: I actually I think We're a here. lot of people in the industry watch our show because I watched. Mark DeRosa talked about them being dead and all these things about the Padres. So shout out everyone watching our show.
0: If you smushed you and me together, I think it turns out kind of like Mark DeRosa. I like Mark DeRosa. I'm not trying to throw shade at him
1: at all. I think he's actually really You've impressive. got the
0: size. I've kind of got the baby face Italian thing going on. He's, he's got some pipes on him. I just noticed that today. It's big. I definitely had a moment... I saw him on TV the other day, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like, there's some people watching this show are liking Mark DeRosa. I don't. When like I found him. out he was an Ivy leaguer, kind of oh. like
1: me, I <laughs> no.
0: uh, my okay. respect went through the roof. All right, let's <laughs> do. It didn't seem like an Ivy leaguer, right? Let's do the American League. It's brought to you by Manscaped. Today's mm. show is brought to you by Manscaped. Mm. I want to tell. <laughs> I bet Mark takes care of it down there. Uh, Of course he does. And he takes care of it up there. He's an Ivy Leaguer. Um, And Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, changed the game with their Beard Hedger Pro Kit, and now they're going a step further with their brand-new handyman, Electric Face Shaver, for a quick and convenient way to achieve a clean shaven look. That's kind of my game. You know, these guys toil around with their beards. I go clean. Felt good this morning going clean. Uh, going clear. Whoops. Um, people, you'll get 20% off in free shipping with code talking at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Fellas, code talking. Take care of yourself. Ladies, if you got a man in your life, that's a good sneaky, hey, here you go, because they're going to use it, and maybe they tighten it up a little f- bit for you. Get for them, gift yeah. for you. Gift. Some ale. Trevor, the New York Yankees are back. They win their first series in a month as they take down the Detroit Tigers. Uh 4-1-4-2-6-2. That third game was a cold game. Didn't have his best start. Still goes six and two. Sevy has a nice start. Glaber Torres is actually hitting in hot. Um, Anthony Volpe tries to save the last game at the buzzer three-run homer to tie it. Ah, Yankees literally throw it away in extras as Tigers get that final game. These two teams don't do much for me, although the Yanks are calling up a ton of kids, and that's honestly exciting. It doesn't happen a lot in Yankee land, so that's fun. This had some implications the Astros swept the Red Sox. In the Commonwealth, 13 to five, Jose Altuve cycles, Jordan has a four hit day. The next day, Breggy. he goes over the monster, a familiar feeling, a third baseman going over the monster. I know a guy like that. Uh, And then they bring out the broomsticks, Michael Brantley. Hello, old friend, he's back for Houston. What does that mean? Uh, Houston sweeps Boston. Boston, this is one of the teams they're chasing in the wild card technically. That's tough. Making the mountain a little bigger to climb. Guardians take two out of three from the Twins. Twins won that first game. Uh, Maeda gets knocked around, but doesn't matter because Royce Lewis. There's your righty pop. But then they lose the next two. Are they tanking? to get in the Giolito sweepstakes that never happened. Instead, Cleveland takes it. Was it a blocking move by Cleveland? I'll tell you what, Cole Calhoun, he is just raking. He has another home run in the final game. Bo Naylor, Jose Ramirez, and Stephen Kwan in the second. Guardians take two out of three. You might have heard they're five games back by now. Orioles... Take two out of three from the White Sox. Uh, Orioles put up nine spots in those first two while shutting them out in the first game. Anthony Santander, he can't stop. He can't stop right now. Uh, Two hits in each of these games. Couple RBI, four RBI in the second. White Sox, they salvaged the last one. That Andrew Vaughn is one fine piece of base. Eloy, Four hits. Lou Bob, 35th homer on the year. Uh, White Sox promote from within because why wouldn't you? Mariners take two out of three from the Athletics. Good team, bad team. Although a little bit of a knee buckler in the final one, Mariners are down. J.P. Crawford, two RBI single to take the lead. Um, Julio got banged up. I think Ty France got banged up. We hate that. They still take care of their business. A lot of those Mariner stats are really impressive. And Trevor May with the save and he got a save 16 years ago in the same stadium or some shit like that. And we just like Trevor May. That's what happened in American League baseball. T2 gets the save. What were you saying about uh
1: I don't know. Okay. I'm going to do the standings now if yeah. that's okay with you. In the American League, in the AL East, Baltimore still on top of the division, eighty-three and fifty. Tampa Bay right behind them, one and a half games back. They're eighty-two and fifty-two. The Blue Jays, the BJ's, seventy-three and sixty-one. Boston after a sweep at the hands of the Astros, sixty-nine and sixty-five. Reverse that, flip it, sixty-five and sixty-nine for those bottom dwelling. Yankees. There we go. In the cellar. Gross. In the central, my twins never would be there. Never would be on the bottom. They're on top of the division, 69 and 65. Cleveland, like you mentioned, five games back at 64 and 70. Go away, Cleveland. 60 and 74 for the Tigers. We're actually going to hear a little bit more about them later in the show. Uh, White Sox, Royals. In the West, we got two teams tied at the top of the division. Seattle 76 and 57, Houston 77 and 58. They're tied. Um, Texas one game behind them at 75 and 58. Angels, Oakland, gross. Mm. That division is going to be something. In the wild card, Tampa Bay uh, has the first wild card. They're six and a half games up on Texas. Mm. What am I reading wrong here? Oh, yeah. And then it's one of Houston or Seattle is in the second spot as well. So technically, there's only two wildcard teams now because there's two teams tied at the top of the AL West. Tampa Bay has that first one kind of locked up. Then it's going to be Seattle or Houston and then Texas. On the outside, looking in for the wildcard, there's two teams in the AL. Toronto is two and a half games back of a playoff spot. It's their only chance at the playoffs. I mean, add them into the mix of teams that what? Padres, Cardinals, Blue Jays, let's go. And then the Red Sox, six and a half games back. Their season might have ended at the hands of the Astros. And guess what? He ain't the first team the Astros have ended their season.
0: And that's the standings in the American League. Beauty, Trev. Yeah, that L4 for Boston is at a bad time. They get a little Kansas City, so maybe they can... Quick flip that, but, man, Tampa, Houston, Texas is wildcard teams right now. Uh, And you're right, Trev. At the end of this year, unless Toronto kicks in to a new gear, that mighty AL East uh, might have to talk a little bit about that mighty AL West, man. Um, It's the AL Beast. Okay. Uh, Oh, my gosh. You guys were so annoying with that. Speaking of the hot Yankees... um, do you want anything here? Like I gotta be honest. If I do it for other teams, these are two not good teams. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking about um a specific Tiger later on in the series. I, I don't really have anything. Shout out uh Clark Schmidt, who continues to wear our Harrison Bader t shirt as he leaves yeah. the organization. Tough. Might need to make a new Harrison Bader t shirt. <laughs> I think we, we are a Clark Schmidt. I think we're, I think we're I working
0: think we, on it. We might need
1: to make a new one. Um Zach Short. Hot. He had a homer off of Clark Schmidt, yeah. so shout out to him. I had some other stuff. Volpe, awesome twenty twenty club. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't give I don't care what your other numbers are. Twenty homers, twenty stolen bases, legit. As it's hard rookie, to do. It's legit. Um, How's the defense been?
0: It's been good. solid. He he had a really okay. good August. OPS in the mid eights. Like he kind of needed that. Uh, and the Yankees are calling up other kids. The Martian is in yeah. in Houston against Verlander tonight. Uh, Yankee fans are excited to watch some kids play, uh, in September, but that's, uh, that's about it. I mean, uh, Jason Dominguez coming up.
1: I know there's some other guys. You mentioned Austin Wells, whatever, but Jason Dominguez, we've heard about him for so long. There's so much, there was so much hype. I feel like some of that has calmed a little bit. I don't think by anything that he's done. Uh, I'm curious. I can't wait to see him. Yeah. In a, in a real Yankees uniform, those big old tree trunks.
0: Yeah, so, kind of a short, thick king. Uh, I don't know. It's gonna be a funky September in the Bronx. Um,
1: one more thing. One more thing for the Tigers. I wanted to mention Torkelson in a little mini slump. Ever he was feeling it. Yeah. Hitting those homers, pimping everything. I was really hoping he'd just like kind of ride off into the off season. Uh, on that stretch, uh, since August 22nd, he's been in a pretty bad sub. I think he's hitting uh, 0.96 since then. Uh, but this is like, if I'm a Tigers fan, I watch now. Okay, we've had two two series of bad swings from Torkelson. What, how fast can you get out of it? How fast can you get back to to knocking the ball around? That's going to tell you about a player. Yeah. And can he be a consistent threat. The overall numbers for Torkelson this year, 102 OPS plus 750 ish OPS. Like they're getting okay. That's not, he needs to be better than that, especially for like, you know what he brings defensively. So if I'm a Tigers fan, watch that. Can he make an adjustment and finish the year strong?
0: He pimped one off Cole that next time you need a little extra testosterone. I know you like the way he does that. Uh, yeah, I mean he, he obliterated it, and he in the middle of us in the midst of a slump. Atta yeah. Boy, okay. <laughs> uh, Trev, I I think the AL series that meant the most: Astros, Red Sox. Um, you know, if the Red Sox. If this is reversed and the Red Sox swept, I think they'd be a half game out of the playoffs, and we'd be talking core that dirty water. And this team bangs. Astros, give him the business a little bit. Um, I'm going to be talking about that Altuve guy uh, coming up. Your Don four for four. Man, yeah. I couldn't believe uh, Michael Brantley back in the game. He's back. Um, Yeah, the
1: first game, uh, Chris Sale actually did pretty well against uh, their lineup. What's his, his... – yeah, he goes four, two-thirds, three earned runs. Like This is a very tough lineup. I thought he looked okay. Then the Astros piled it on after the fifth. Uh, you're going to talk about Altuve. uh, even Jose Abreu got in on the fun, mm. which like, I know I said this a lot this season. If he gets it going, look out. I don't know if he's going to get it going. It's sure. talented
0: baseball players. Go back to those 21 Braves. Like Jorge Soler was awful with Kansas city. He came to the Braves. He got some juice. If Jose Abreu gets a hit in his first postseason at bat, like he could win CS MVP. Like that's who sure. he is.
1: I think he's kind of splitting time with Singleton now. Is that what's going on? Sure. I'm not sure, actually. I don't know if Singleton's playing the field. I have to look that up. Uh, one thing from the first game that I think is of note is this is the second time now that our come out of the bullpen, and I think they're trying to figure out. They have six starters. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do as they maybe go back to a five-man rotation. He could be the long guy with or piggyback with Javier. I don't know what they're going to do, but... He came out of the bullpen that game. Um, game two, a little bit closer, but Reggie and Jordan, back-to-back homers, and just to get the day started. Let me tell you something about back-to-back homers. They're demoralizing. They make a team, you you feel like you're a little bit beat when you give a back-to-back homer. like, dang, bro, Like can you figure it out? Uh, that's the 13th time that they've done that this year, the Astros. One behind. Can you name the team that's done it? the most Braves. I was going to say it's pretty obvious. 14 times the Braves have done it. Um, And then game three, I know cutter Crawford's line doesn't look great. Two and two thirds innings. And he's going up against Framber who retired the first 10 batters. I think he faced Uh, a lot of soft contact though, against cutter Crawford in that one. Um, So kind of stinks, but that's the Astros putting the ball in play doing their thing. You mentioned Brantley. Uh, he comes back in this game and, and does this thing. But yeah, this was a clinic put on by the Astros. I mean, they played small ball. They hit homers. Like, they can just... Ryan Presley, I think, after... Rosie Rosie mentioned this to me when we were covering that the other day. He said Presley was in it, like, just feeling it after the game, yeah. saying, like, we're here. Like, this is who we are. Like, we expect to be in the World Series, essentially.
0: Yeah, it's almost like Texas never woke them up. But, like, the Mariners getting hot, like, gave them a little, like, okay, like, let's do this thing. They're 8-0-2 in their last 10 road series. Uh, I think your guy, Presley, I think he's got, like, the top 50 curveball spin rate pitches this year. Just over-the-top bangers from him. Uh, That stat was totally wrong. But... Uh, gets the point across. And, hey, Red Sox fans, you might, I think you guys might end up in the mud with us Yankees fans again. They do call up uh, Sadon Rafaela, a uh, big uh, outfield prospect for them, and he puts together a couple of Bs. So if if this is the end, or, hey, maybe they got some fight left, you know, if you want to believe in the Red Sox making the playoffs, it's got to be above Toronto and an AL West team, which it's, it's a tough prop. Um, I don't know. That Uh, that kid seems like part of the plan. I think he's a short king too, so interested in that. Okay, I think
1: we love our short kings here. Hmm.
0: Preach. Uh, um, Trev, did you just, just look at the next, next series? The slate. You walk me through it, Pop. Guardians take 203 from the Twins. I mean the first game great Royce Lewis saves the day he's
1: it's his second grand slam in in as many days um I was going to do an award on you know these twins rookies that have come up because it's I know I'm a twins guy look behind me people forget 96 career home runs at target field no big deal I think I'm either first or second all time whatever it's not that big of a deal people I'm not going to give them the award today. I have a different one that I'm going to give out. But, um, look, when the Twins offense can hit with runners in scoring position, they're a pretty good team. When they don't hit with runners in scoring position, they're not a good team. I feel Mm. like you can say that about a lot of teams.
0: Can I put that in my Uh, analytics binder?
1: Jake Lytics right there. Hit with runners in scoring position. Man, I just saw... uh, Billy Ripken say some stuff that was so out of pocket on... I, was, <laughs> I come out here in the mornings and I turn on uh, MLB Network because they're going through... I don't know what the show is called, but it's like Mark DeRosa, Lauren Shahadi, and they go over some of the series. Shout out Mark DeRosa. A lot of Mark DeRosa talk on yeah. this one. Well. I think Mark, me, and, me, you, and Mark...
0: We make a night out of it. We could
1: slam some... We would go out in New York, slam some beers... He would take us to some fucking place. You got to like knock on the door and leave a vial of blood. <laughs> oh, you, you think he in. knows
0: the spots?
1: Yeah, he knows the spots. I think so too. Um, he was talking about because we're talking about analytics here. They're talking about the Yankees and how they're going to change up how they approach analytics. And, God, some of the stuff he was saying was so funny. He doesn't want any minor league coaches. He went, I want less coaches. I'm like, I don't think that's the answer. Billy, let the kids let the kids run. Yeah, they're like, look at the Dodgers. They have a coach for like every three players, and they have the best development in all of baseball. Anyways, uh, this series, look, this is the Twins need. They needed to win this series. They mm-hmm. needed to shut the freaking door on the division. They're still up five games with twenty six, seven games to play. The the division, is very much still theirs. Although they do play the Guardians again. Uh on starting on Monday, I will be doing the game. So that's going to be another interesting. Like if the if the freaking guardians sweep that series, we're talking about a two-game lead. And yeah. then it's all all hell could break loose. So this is like they the twins need to close the division out. They're a they're a better team. And the guardians essentially punted on the season. <laughs> now they pick up these guys. And I don't think it was even because they think they can win the division or they really even, I mean, they do want to win the division. I'm not obviously saying they just don't want to, but they're not actively trying. They pick up these guys because they need pitching. Yeah. They need people to eat the innings and like, let's just get, we'll get these guys. And Hey, guess what? If we go on a run, maybe we'll sneak in and win the freaking division. And I will be, Oh my gosh, dude I'll be beside myself if it happens. And now I'm kind of, I'm not saying I'm rooting for it, but it would be chaos. A team that punts, at the trade deadline, gives the Twins the division, and then they
0: still win the division.
1: It would a be insane.
0: Ma- a massive homestand coming up for Cleveland. They welcome Tampa for three. Survive if you take two somehow. Then they play Minnesota at home for three. Twins playing the, Ra- the Twins are playing the Rangers this weekend.
1: Trevor! I'm telling you, bro. Don't, don't, te- don't tell me. I'm telling you. Sheesh, Bo Naylor, keep
0: hitting homers, big fella. Cole Calhoun. If you didn't know, I mean, we've alluded to he, it a couple times. Giolito went, went to Cleveland. He'll be pitching Sunday, it looks like, against Tampa. And they also claimed Reynaldo Lopez and Matt Moore. So, like, <laughs> I don't, dude, if the Guardians get within three games, Trev, I'm very scared for the Twins. It could happen this weekend. I know. With a month to play? Tito Francona? I'm not. Like, the Twins. Chris
1: Rose? They're a better team than the Guardians. They just are. Okay? But you got to play the game. You got to win the games. And I mentioned a lot of the offense is coming from rookies. I think these guys are very special. I think they could do a lot of good things, but you never know. If if Royce Lewis, Eddie Julian, and Matt Walner go cold, boy, I don't. That's bad. So, this, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. I mean, um, that last game, Twins had it one. It's two to one. They got Duran on the mound. Trash. Two, two count, two outs, and he freaking just zoos a curveball, throws it behind the batter, behind the left-handed batter, zoos a curveball. They tie the game. Cole Calhoun comes in, hits a three-run bomb in extras. Bam. Game over. Like, that's tough. But again, credit where credit is due. Guardians staying in it. They don't they want me to be wrong so
0: badly. I uh I don't know what's gonna happen. I cannot wait for the next Guardians twin series, and I can't believe I'm saying that sentence. I love team strengths. Cleveland might have just stumbled into pig shit. Let me just name you guys in their bullpen. Class A. Stefan. Henches has been incredible. De Los Santos is dude Karen Chak comes and goes. Sandlin's been there. Eli Morgan's been there. Ronaldo Lopez and Matt Moore. That's nine pen. pen guys, dude. If they start finding a formula where Cleveland's up in games after five innings. <laughs>
1: Jose Ramirez goes on a heater. All they need to score oh, this team needs to score, you know, yeah, three, three or four
0: runs. It's the same. Swole Calhoun becoming a I don't want to tell. I can't Cleveland I can't tell. legend. Trev, the final two. Again, same situation. If you want something, I'll let you have it. Orioles take two or three from the White Sox. Seattle takes two or three from Oakland uh you're going
1: to hear about one of the Orioles pitchers coming up. I I think that we can kind of breeze through these as yes, good team takes series from bad team. Um Baltimore holding on to that division lead. They're doing everything possible. The Rays are just kind of breathing down their neck. Uh Seattle's going off. Uh they're playing very well. They're wearing Adidas jumpsuits getting uh Rev run to shout them mm. out. As they have yeah, you know, the Adidas track suits on. So they're having fun. They got Scott Service in the freaking track suit, which is hilarious. That picture of
0: Scott Service. He
1: probably knows is more electric. run DMC than any of the guys in
0: the clubhouse. That's a great point, Trev. That's a great point. BBD, do you think you can find the Scott Service pick? No. Oh, well, you haven't seen it? Oh,
1: it's I'm great. He looks, if we if, could get it on the screen, it's it. screen worthy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to find a just still image of it real quick. Think I have it. It's screen worthy. Um, let's um. I'll I'll. <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't do something for you and something, I'm gonna get hot. Like we're. I'm trying to keep the series tight. Uh, I'm gonna get hot for a second, dude. That matters. That matters. Scott Service being that dude in front of all those kids. That matters. Alex Cobb. I'll taste your guy Gabe real quick. Because Gabe is an interesting guy. After the Alex Cobb almost no hitter, fucking everyone on the team on the field hugged Alex Cobb. When they were doing handshake lines. Not just a dap, good game. They gave him a hug, man. Stuff like that matters in life, in sports, in everything. And um, I don't know. I believe in that.
1: It's the one thing managers can control. How do you manage your personalities? What kind of vibe do you help create in your clubhouse? Scott Service understands that you don't got to do this stuff all the time, but you got to have. You got to break up the monotony a little bit. You got to have a little bit of fun through 162, and you know a lot of teams do stuff like this. The Phillies were wearing yeah overalls, overall which weekend. was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Topper creates a really good vibe in there. They have a great clubhouse. I mean, I I still I believe in my Phillies pick to win the World Series. I really do.
0: Uh, problem is the Dodgers and Braves exist. Um, Baseball happens, yeah. man. Well, let's talk about them a little bit because they kick off the IL. Shout out Lawrence Butler. My God. Sure. Getting some bombs. Shout out Interleague. Those Phillies, Trev just mentioned, took two out of three from the Halos. A weird week for the Angels. Uh, Your last Giolito start. Trey Turner has gone completely bonkers. Uh, And we love that for Trey Turner. Uh, The final game that the Halos end up winning One of the best back and forth games this year Harper gets home run 300 to take the lead Trey Turner hits a three run bomb (laughs) to take the lead And these Halos that are swimming through the waiver wire They answer every time and they win it 10-8 Quite the scene Brandon Drury and Fuego Castellanos with another awesome post game He's just the man Uh, Nolan Chenewel annual. he's still hitting in a rookie <laughs> rangers take two out of three from the new york mets they win the first two a pair of one run games mitch garver be hitting Corey seager be hitting uh in that final game it's the beauty of baseball the dj stewart show two homers for tj stewart an amazing catch in the outfield and the walk-off RBI hit by pitch. I mean, what a script. You couldn't write it if you wanted to. A fun day for the Mets when they haven't had as many fun as many fun days recently. Blue Jays, they win two out of three against the Nationals, which I won't good team, bad team you hear. The Nationals have been playing a good brand of baseball. The Blue Jays get it done uh, after splitting the first two. Danny Jansen with a big day. Um, that kid Davis Schneider continues to hit Carter Keeboom how's your prospect resurgence good for him my signing of the offseason Chris Bassett eight innings shut on the last day to win the series that's what he can do and that's what he's been doing Pirate sweep Kansas City and in Kansas City I uh, it's tough uh, Johan Oviedo, Oviedo, nine innings, complete game shutout. Uh, Key Brian Hayes, your guy has been going, Trev. So we love that for Pittsburgh. A couple big days at the office. Brian Reynolds has one too. Uh, does a little gritty in the dugout, but it almost, it almost wasn't. Uh, it's was almost the anti gritty. And then the final IL series. It's two games. It's the Florida Bowl. It's Rays and Marlins. Rays blow them out in that first game. They go 0-0 into extras. Eflin Lazardo. and the Rays put up a three spot and the Fish don't. I think they dropped under 500. 66 and 67 after that second game. Tough times in South Bish. And they pass on all the free players. And... That is what happened in the IL. Uh, Trev, I think this can be high and tight. A lot of bad team, bad team. A lot of good team, bad team. Uh, your Phillies are here. I'll I'll let you cook for a little bit. I'm almost good in the IL. Yeah, that's what we talked about uh,
1: before the show, that we kind of can skip over this as we due towards this part of the season. I do will say, I don't think the Marlins skipped over the pitchers. I think the guardians took all those guys. They did skip over the outfielders, but right. Uh, Phillies doing their thing. I, I thought there was some really insightful stuff, uh, off the field here. Castellanos talking about what an ovation can do for people. Again, with the Trey Turner thing, he's been going off since that, um, he, Cassianos is like becoming like this like elder statesman of the big leagues, and like kind of like always says the right things, and I, he's very well respected. I, I just love, he's so, I love this clubhouse, dude. I think they're so tight knit and and like so good, and they have like Harper leading the way, superstar puts the work in, plays harder than anybody in the big leagues. Trey Turner, superstar, works his ass off, good guy. J T. Muto Sex symbol to the yeah. max. I, I, everything they have in there is a bunch of dudes who are just good guys, uh, working to a common goal. I, I think if you were to tell, ask me, like, who I think has the best clubhouse chemistry in all of the big leagues, I would, I think it's the Phillies.
0: Castellanos, I, I've fallen in love with Garrett Cole uh, in the past year and a half or so because he, he gives these funny press conferences, but he's so calculated. He's like one of the most calculated humans on the planet. Like, he's he's in it. Castellanos feels like there's zero calculation, but he's so confident in what he believes in that every time he speaks, it's incredible. His quote about Trey Turner is going to be in Philly for 11 years, and he's going to be retired having a beer with his son watching Trey Turner the Philly. That was, like, such a fucking baller quote. And he, like, you could tell he'd, I hadn't really thought about it. It was just like, are, do you guys? Do you guys know what's happening here? Trey Turner's one of the best players in the world. He's going to be here for over a decade, and I'll be retired, drinking beers with my son, watching him play. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I think that matters. Uh, you know, over a long season, and the, like I said, like they're just, they seem like they're having a lot of fun right now. Uh, and it shows on the field as they take two or three. You mentioned that last game was back and forth. Shout out Drury. I think he's got close to 100 homers. Hey, you're getting close to the oh. club, big fella. The rest of this stuff, I don't know. What, what do we got to talk about here? I think we can kind of go on to the second half of the show. I, 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 right? Keep going, Toronto. Do your thing. Rangers, yeah.
0: please stumble this weekend. <laughs> yeah, you can't against my twins. You you can't make everyone happy. Rangers, you took care of your business. Toronto, you took care of your business. Oh, hold Tampa, on, you took I didn't see
1: business. this. Angels, let me stomp on your grave a little bit. No. Eight and nineteen in Trev. August. It's the worst run Trevor. differential of any month in club history at minus seventy four. Holy shit.
0: That was the interleague, and that brings us to standout performances. Standout performances are brought to you by the John Boy Media Shop. Uh, I think is there a Labor Day sale going too, or something? Labor Day sale just announced. I saw. So I think it's like thirty percent off code. It's like JM. I don't even know if there's a code. It might be just yeah. Might I'll look into it. I'll Uh, look into it. We added to our essentials line is pretty sick. We added some new stuff. Uh, 30% off ends 9-4. So that's three days from now. Labor Day sale. Get in the mix. Uh, Trev, who's your standout? I cheated a little bit on this
1: uh, because I had one then I wanted to give two. Uh, I am going with, um, well, first I'll start off with my guy, Blake Snell who went seven innings pitch, two hits, no Ernie's, nine K's. We didn't really talk about this series because believe it or not, San Diego Padres and St. Louis Cardinals are bad team, bad team. I just, I can't wrap my head around it. Um, He has been incredible. There's a bunch of stuff here uh, for him. I had it up. Where is it, man? Oh. A lot of Blake Snell stuff. Oh, here it is. He's thrown five or more innings in his 19th straight start. Um, he lowered his uh, major league ERA, major league best ERA to two six, which would be the lowest mark by a starter in a full 162 since Jake Peavy's two five four in mm-hmm. 2007. Blake Snell has absolutely been crushing it, and I believe is he not a free agent? He is.
0: What's this guy going to make? Start Love it, that. If I'm his agent, I say start it with a two or we're not talking.
1: Oh, my gosh. Good for him. Uh, and the second one that I'm going to give out, because this was this was my first one, was Grayson Rodriguez, who's been really, really good as of late. He goes six in pitch. No one runs. He gets the six Ks. Um, Baltimore needs this dude. If they want to continue to stay on top of the AL East, Grayson Rodriguez has to be what Grayson Rodriguez has been um since he got called back up, like he, he got sent down, so uh he's been really good, has to continue to be really good and uh I think he will be. I think he's looks like he's turned the corner a little bit here.
0: the arm talent's sick, his pitch mix is really fun. uh he can make the ball move kind of any direction, and his last seven starts a two, three, two um, yeah.
1: he's he's turned the season around, and again, like they need him to be that guy.
0: Looks like the light bulb's gone off. Couple throwers. I love it, Trev. There is a ton of options. I, I just want to say his name again because he, again, had one of the best months we've seen. Mookie Betts, like, could have been a standout every episode this month, so I, I want to make sure he gets proper love, and he, he does. And I'm going to go with another old dog, another another short king who's been at it a while. Jose Altuve throws a cycle out there. I've always been a little bit of a sucker for a cycle. Um, He gets it on the home run, so I think that that makes it a little more sick. And as we start doing this more, and as I'm watching Braves-Dodgers last night and looking at high-level baseball, there's going to be a time when we're sitting down, and it's October, and it's crisp out and high-level baseball, and Jose Altuve. They go hand-in-hand, man. Um, That the Houston Astros, like you said, they're always going to have a confident walk. Um, I cannot wait till it's postseason, and every pitch matters, and every at-bat matters, and those good teams you're talking about who don't give anything away. Uh, We are going to see Jose Altuve setting the tone For the Houston Astros, again, as they pursue another World Series and another ALCS and everything they do. So uh, seeing him casually throw up another cycle, four RBI, four runs. uh, The dude's a sick puppy, man.
1: He is a sick puppy. Uh, First cycle of his career, I thought that was interesting. Bregman was asked after the game about it, and he's like, I can't believe that it was... His first cycle of his career seems like he does it all the time. Uh, he's special, man. He really is.
0: The guy, not that this matters, the guy's probably five 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 four, 5'4", and 160 pounds. It doesn't matter, not in baseball. That's why it's such a beautiful sport. 48.6 career war. Higher batting average, higher OPS than his career this season. So. Crazy. Um, Trev, there was a lot of players that could have been on this list, but they might be on the next list. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like (laughs) Waco.
1: All right, for the series. We just talked about this guy. Trey Turner. Philly shortstop. He went six for 12 with four homers mm. in the series. He has a hit in 19 straight home games. He loves Philly. He loves it there. Shout out to the fans that made it happen. Labor Torres of your Yankees. He went six for 14. Two doubles, three homers, four ribbies. Uh, hit the longest home run of his career on Tuesday. Mm. Went four yeah. Bomb. Bomb. That's like a Jake Storreale blitzball homer mm-hmm. right there. Get Jason Hayward of the Dodgers. Remember how he was struggling offensively over the last, I don't know, four or five years? And then he comes to the Dodgers and just hits the crap out of the ball. He went six for 10 with a double, two homers, six ribbies for a one dot er in mm. that series for the week of August 25th through August 31st. this squad. How about your guy? Toronto second baseman Davis Schneider. Nine for 17, three doubles, three homers, eight ribbies. Schneider has the highest OPS in AL history through 14 career games. That cannot be a right step. There's bro, no he's
0: going nuts, and they're moving him around, too. He's played left field, second base, third base. Like, Didn't, didn't Reese Hoskins hit, like, 50 homers in his first 10 <laughs> games? I guess that's an
1: L. That's what an L, bro. What an idiot you are, Trev. You host the best baseball show that's ever been invented. You don't even know the difference between NL and AL. Attaboy. boy. How about boy, Luis Ranifo mm. of the Angels? 12 for 25, a double, three homers, six ribbies. He was batting 219 with a 637 OPS in the first half. Guess what he's doing in the second half? I'll tell you, 312 in the second half average with a 956 OPS. That's good. My guy, Sonny Gray. Minnesota Twins starting pitcher he pitched two games in these in this week 14 innings pitched nine hits one earned run 9Ks that's good for a 0.64. he lowered his ERA to an AL best 292, which I already mentioned earlier in the show he's going off for the two weeks and this my friends is the one you want to be on. August 18th through August 31st. How about our guy Santander?
0: He's awesome.
1: Anthony Santander, 15 for 36, three doubles, five homers, 14 ribbies. He became the first Orioles switch hitter to hit 25 in consecutive seasons since, and I love this guy, Eddie Murray. Yeah. Hall. Me and Eddie Murray, we have some fun times together. Let me tell you that right now. I see him in Vegas for this golf poker tournament. He's in. I mentioned earlier, he's there. And he he's something else. That's That's a great pairing, right? Me and Eddie
0: Murray. From everything I know, yes.
1: Yeah. Good times. Okay. A lot of good conversations with all Eddie. He's a dog, baby. I love him. <laughs> um, I don't know how to say this guy's name. He's not in my book. I think it's Reagans. Cole Reagans. Yeah.
0: Chapman trade.
1: Starting pitcher yeah. for the Royals now. Uh, three games started in these two weeks. He goes 2-0. He has 19 innings pitch. Only three earned runs. 29 Ks. Okay, Cole, I, you're in my book now, playa. That's a one-four-two and eight point eight four whip. That's nice. He finished the month of August with 53Ks, the second most in Royals history behind Dennis Leonard's 55 Ooh. in 1977. Uh, and the last one, our guy, relief pitcher, Henches. Who you were just yeah. talking about the Cleveland bullpen. He pitched in six games, seven and a third innings, no earned runs, 11Ks. That'll get you on this list. Shout out. Cleveland relief pitcher Pensus. Man. And that's it was in Fuego.
0: Who did you just shout out with Cole Reagans? That was uh Dennis Leonard. Yeah. Gets a shout out on talking baseball in 2023. That's where it's different. That's where sometimes we're just not the same. Trev, that was uh that was incredible. Man, that Reagan's Chapman trade that could go down as an interesting one. Maybe even a Jolly Olive player's traded for Araldus Chapman if he turns into something. Um, Trev the Isle, which we hate, but it informs the people, Matt Chapman and Boba shit. Yo. I mean, luckily it's allowed Davis Schneider to play, the best player ever. So that's good news, but that's a uh, circle that. That's scary. Matt McClain for our Reds. Hate that. What a year you, Darvish and Adrian Hauser, two also injuries we don't like. Returning from the I.L., Ozzie Albies, thank God. The Braves were swimming for a little bit there. Michael Brantley, thank God. Houston gets him back. Mitch Hanniger and Yaz for the San Francisco he hunt days. Uh, adding to their outfield depth. And that's what I've got on the I.L., which means one thing only, it's time to start your Labor Day weekend. Awards! And awards are brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook. College football fans, it already kicked off a little bit. Last night, there was a couple games on. UConn Huskies lost. Week one is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you Pop, you can bet $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Talking. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football only on DraftKings Sportsbook. With code Talking. the crown is yours. Trev, the crown's been yours, Pop.
1: I saw Paxton put out an IG post, uh... With her, Dalton, and Kels together yeah. at the floor ball, and I just got really
0: jealous that I wasn't there. Yeah,
1: floor, bo- floor ball. is a ton of fun, man.
0: Bro, floor ball is gonna blow people's minds. What? Where the warehouse is at now is another step, and we, we just announced we have our blitz ball blitz coming up. We're gonna be live on no, our not we- a part of that either. We're gonna be live warehouse games the next three Thursdays at five p.m. Um, five teams one inning games and then we're doing a live event at Billy's in the Bronx. We're trying to get like 500 people there. It's going to be nuts. So, um exciting times as everyone exciting. as everyone at John Boy Media tries to distract themselves from the Yankees. Trev, <laughs> your award. I am
1: going I'm getting religious. Yes, with this award. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going with Jesus was a carpenter. Award. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> I went to Catholic school my entire life. Really? Um, yeah, I did. Believe wow. it or not, Mass. I went to confession, Jeez, which is bro. a strange practice, but actually kind of makes you feel good. Um, feels like you know you cleanse yourself a little bit. All you got to do is say a few Hail Marys. Our Father's, you're good. I would I cussed. Have, I, would I was have a bad loved... son to my parents. I was mean to my siblings. I love you. you never let you never let him know all this.
0: Right, I was stuff gonna say like I, was, I would love to hear some uh, some of Young Trev's full confessionals, but that's <laughs> that'll be another show for another day. Yeah, so speaking of the
1: Catholic religion, one of the main points is um, this guy Jesus, mm. Son of God, comes down. Right? right. He lives a normal life until he's like in his late twenties, thirties, then he becomes Jesus, and everyone starts following him around. Uh, but he had a job. And his job was a carpenter.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so he worked with the wood. Now, my question is, I've always asked this question. I'm curious if there's any historians out there or any, uh, what are they called? Archeo- archaeologists? Okay. That's who digs things up, right? Yeah. Thank you. Have we ever found any of Jesus's woodworking? Like, is there, are there some tables out there
0: that Jesus made? Like, was he a good carpenter? That's the questions that I have. If they yeah. found them, bro, those would sell for a pretty penny. I'd check out the Yelp review. Like, does Jesus have
1: a chair that, like, oh, this is Jesus's chair. That thing was sick. Like, mm. if you press the wood here, like, like Jesus probably made some cool furniture. I, have to assume. Do you think he, like, used his God power to, like, mm. sand it? Like, he's, I don't want to sand this. Shit today, sanded and snaps, <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> That's cheating, Jesus. You can't be doing that, unbelievable. So, I was just curious about that. Right Jesus was a carpenter. You know who else is a carpenter, Carrie Carpenter? Oh, of the Detroit Tigers. I wanted to give this guy a show, yeah, okay. He's on the Tigers. We don't talk about the Tigers a lot, no, um, because they don't, they haven't won a lot of games, they're in a weird position as a franchise. But one of the things you have to to do as a franchise is hit on guys that are 19th round draft picks. Yeah. That's exactly what the Tigers have done here. 19th round out of Virginia Tech. He's a Florida boy. He's 6'2, 220. This guy's hit every single place that he's been. Okay. Let's bring it into the minors. He played four seasons in the minors 285, 352, 531 for an 883 OPS. Okay. That's good. A lot of guys hit the minors. In college, only played one season. I think he did some other stuff, like some junior college stuff. Uh, 862 OPS. Oh, that's nice. It's college. That's amateur ball. Minor leagues. That's minor league ball. What has this guy done at the big league level? He's continued to mash. Overall, in two seasons, he's played 122 games, 454 plate appearances, so like, not yet a full season, but we're getting there. This guy's put up an 855 with 26 homers, 65 ribbies, um he needs to work on the plate discipline a little bit. He's, he's striking out a little too much. Uh but overall, this guy has continued to rake. Like he there are some guys, Jake, and I played with a lot of these guys in the minor leagues that just hit. They hit everywhere they go, but they, not all of them get opportunities. Right. There there might be like a defensive thing. We don't know where to put them or they're just blocked, and then they kind of just like get phased out. I could name, I don't know, several guys that I played with that I thought were going to be stars in the big leagues because they just hit, dude. Um, but it doesn't always work out the way. Like I said, you don't always get the opportunities. Kerry Carpenter now has created his own opportunity, dude. Um, let me get the splits up for you because it is really impressive. He's, he's continued to get better as the season goes on, too. Um, in where is it in April and March 744 OPS? Okay, it's cold out there, getting the feet wet, you know, new season, all this stuff. Okay, June 874 starts to step it up in August. You know what he's got? He's one, he one dotted it in August. Wow, 101 at bats, nine homers, 20 ribbies. He three, four sixed it 347, 405, 654 for the one dot. So look, I don't know what kind of chairs Jesus made. I don't know if Jesus snapped his finger and made a table when this other Joe Schmoe carpenter is like working his butt off. I'm not sure if Jesus took shortcuts. All I'm saying is, Carrie Carpenter, that kind of carpenter, is going to be a mainstay in the big leagues because this guy rakes at every level that he's ever played at, dude. So I wanted to shout him out. He's having a terrific year. On a bad team, so you don't get a lot of light yeah. showing on you. But that's what this show is for. That's what these awards are for. we got to highlight the people that deserve it. And Carrie Carpenter deserves the bright lights. So shout out, Kerry.
0: Trev, you're so right. I, I've tried to shout him out where we can, but it feels like we've talked about Spencer Torkelson the past month because he he went on a little bit of a heater. Kerry Carpenter's blown this dude out of the water, and there's going to be a little bit of Tigers hype train next year. Kerry uh, Carpenter, Riley Green, Torkelson, they just called up Parker Meadows, younger brother of Austin Meadows. He looks like he's got the goods. That AL Central will be wide open until it's not. Um, and look at what happened with the Reds. If the Tigers can find a couple kids here and there, they've still got a 0.2% chance to win the Central. They play the White Sox go. twice in their next three series. Um, Trav, a great award. Uh, I guess a slight, slightly less tasteful as I usually am. I'm giving out the crop dusting award. Um, you know, it's become a common term in our society, uh, and it's a, it's a classic joke if it's done right. Well, it's also a real thing. You ever seen a plane crop dust? And it's a real thing in Middle America. I mean, you know, we, don't understand it. Why are they dusting the crops again? The what people, does it do? I think we're killing bugs and stuff, right? And we're probably Na- a natural pesticide. Love it. We're probably giving them some some performance enhancers too, so our corn gets a little bigger. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Roman, um, the crop dusting award is going to the Chicago Cubs. Um. Because our guy, our guy Dalt put something in here that I would, thought was really interesting. Because I was like, okay, Cubbies, I told you, they've been throwing my equation off for a while now. Like, even when they were looking to trade Bellinger, they had really good offense, defense, and pitching. And I was like, okay, in the NL Central, they got hot. They don't trade. They don't sell. Now it's them and the Brewers up there. It's actually funny. They're three games behind the Brewers. Three games behind them are the Reds. You've heard me do this before. You know, are you going to join the Reds and hang out back there? Or are you going to join the Brewers and hang out up there? I was proud of the Cubs for taking two out of three to get a step closer. Their next 11 games in a row are against the teams that are chasing them in the wild card. The Reds, the Giants, and the Diamondbacks. You're playing playoff baseball. You're going to get those teams' best punches. You're going to get relievers pitching in a third day in the row. You're not getting rest days for healthy guys. You're going to get their best shot. And if the Cubs survive this, which I think they will. I think they look good. I think they know what they do when they go and they do it. The Cubs are going to have me... They're going to have me believing more than I have if they can survive this stretch. I know that sounds obvious. And, like, the, the Dodgers and Braves feel like they're in another world. But short playoff series, a lot of stuff can happen. And if the Cubs survive this stretch, they survive the trade deadline. If they survive this wild card hunt, manhunt, For 11 games, 14 of the next 17, for the next three weeks, they're getting hunted by the teams that want to kill them. If they survive that, man, go Cubs, go. Uh, So just crop dust. Leave leave some little flarts back there. Don't let them catch you. I don't – I like it. Like, I like where you're going. The crop dusting, I don't get the – I probably here. I probably should have done something about a like a civilization that survived like trying to get mm. conquered each time, but I I don't know. In my head, I thought it was funny if they were behind them and the Cubs just farted on them.
1: I see what you're saying a little bit. Okay, uh, go Cubbies, go! I, I I agree. I think that there's a lot of that coming up because that wild card is so jumbled up. Like a lot, it is going to be playoff baseball for a lot of these teams in September, man. Um. I would love to see them do it. They do have a fun team and have the pieces to get it done. And we've seen some of these guys, like you know, be in Chicago for a while and not really have a chance to do what they're doing now. And and that's playing meaningful baseball in September. So I'm I'm rooting for that. I I think it's it's going to be good for them. I do want to shout out one more thing about Kerry Carpenter, as I forgot to mention. Sure. Jakey Lytics, what do you have to do in runner with runners in scoring position to be a good player?
0: Put get the, hits. Put the bat on the ball hard. Just get hits. Just yeah. hit with runners
1: in scoring positions is going to be good for your team, right? Yes. Jakey Elytics. he's one dot in, in those positions. Mm. Seventy-seven at bats, three twenty-five, four hundred five, five ninety-seven. Who's the better carpenter? Ooh. Okay. Jesus or carry
0: Matt. Um, I also have one more thing I wanted to mention and I heard it on the, the broadcast of that Dodgers Braves game. Dave Roberts openly talks about the Dodgers having a different approach when runners are on base. And there's a lot of teams that do not do that. They're very much the analytics, a swing like that's how you, that's the best way to score runs and, win games, you know, can't stop the home run. I don't know. I really like the Dodgers offense. And even after Mookie and Freddie, who almost shouldn't count because those are otherworldly Hall of Famers. But man, the baseball last night in LA was a different brand than I've seen all season. Both of those teams kind of been hearing about each other for a while. God, I'm, I'm ready for more of that. I'm ready for more of that. It's almost like your co-host has a saying
1: for that. You gotta have more than one club in the bag.
0: Mm.
1: You can't just be going up there swinging out your ass. You gotta be able to put the bat in the ball when you need to. That's, that's so ridiculous that anybody tried to come and tell people, swing as hard as you can every time and try to... like, And guys don't Do that. Maybe a few of them do. Right. But the fact that, like, some people think that's the best way to do to score runs in the big leagues is a joke because that means they've never seen major league pitching. There are times you just
0: can't get your freaking A swing off. You can't. Oh, I'm sorry. With one, two count from Spencer Strider, you're not getting your A swing off. You're, you know what you're trying to do? See the ball.
1: <laughs> oh, the, like that little white aspirin pill that I'm ha- I am have to get my A swing off on that? No. And what's funny is, I bet if you put any dude that thinks that, any dude that thinks you got an A swing, A swing, A swing, which is fucking ridiculous, put them in the box. I want to see them do it. I want to see them even attempt, attempt to do an A swing every single time. Now, there are times where you get hot and you feel great, and you see the ball, like it's so big that maybe you can get into a groove where you are going to crush everything. But I'll also say this. When you're in those grooves, there are times where you don't want to take your ace swing because you know it's not the right play. Right. Don't make me go old school baseball player. Don't make me. Trev, I, I love it. I already dissed Jesus in this episode.
0: Well, what a way to start <laughs> Labor Day weekend. Uh, Thank you to Trevor Davis. Just got a funny text from John. Everyone, enjoy your Labor Day. I hope you get a baseball fix in there, too. We will see you guys back maybe Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. Wednesday. We'll see. Cheek sucks. We'll see. Enjoy it. No Monday ever Day. it's no, no Monday ever. We love you. A lot of John
1: Boy, huh? Mm. Not. Not fun this week. Grab have the blue moon or three. Yes. Bunchy orange.